recording it. Well, at that point, maybe it's just a. Uh, maybe it's uh, lost episode again. It, you just you, you'll send out a message. It's being it, like, yep, it's episode. <laughs> it's group therapy. therapy. That's what it is. It's this is group therapy, therapy, and I thank uh, everyone for I, listening. For listen to my pain. Hi, my name is Lachlan Irvin, and I lived through the Jim Benning era. Hi, Lachlan. <laughs> that, Hi, Lachlan. That's cool. that's my name the- is Jacob New, and I've been a Canucks fan since 2007. Hi, Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Man. Yeah. What was that? Yep. Anyway. Stupid oh. phone. Mm. Let me get a sip of water. Oh, sorry. Give me one second. My phone's buzzing. I'm going to turn it off. Yeah, go for it. Take your time. Uh... Okay. Ah. Okay. All right. I'm ready to start a show. I think a really big show. Really big show. Just frown okay. the entire opening, being like, "I'm not happy. Not <laughs> happy." And tell oh, me why. God. Why am I not happy? Oh gosh. Oh god. The t- the short guy from <laughs> the short guy from the Incredibles. I'm not happy. I'm not happy, Aqua. Not happy. And why am I not happy? It's like. It's literally, why am I not happy? Oh, God. Oh, so we're talking God. about our people, Aqua. The stockholders. The eight the eight years we've spent down the drain. Who's thinking of that, huh? <laughs> the eight, you know? Where's like, O'Hare from, uh, from the Lord? From the Lord. I'm just trying let to think of that. Die, I'm trying to think of the, yeah. Die. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying die. to create a, like a cop, like a copy pasta of just the, the Incredibles boss team where it's like, you know what? You know what a team's like, Aqua? It's like a well-oiled machine. It only works when all the pieces mesh together. Just tuning it out. And Jim Benning's just tuning it out. He's just tuning it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I I just like the idea of, like, like Francesco Acolini singing, like, let it die. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's just like. It's like, no, it's it's not even just let it die. It's like, let's keep, let's keep it, keep it with Jim. Keep it with Jim. We're good. Come on. And we're just, no. Day to day. day. Yeah, it's, come on. It's great, guys. Out of time. Out Out of time. God damn it. Okay. No, we just ran out of time. It's just. Yeah, that's exactly how it goes. Yep. <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, the sad cast. I'm your host, Lachlan Irvin. Joining me today is Jacob New. Uh, as we as the as we venture into yet another episode of why? Why are the Canucks n- n- not just like d- how, how did they lose? How have they disappointed us today? Just why are they? Why do? Why are they the way that they are? No who's, no what's, no when's, no where's, just why's. No, no ifs, no buts, just and perhaps guaranteed hows. sadness. How? What? How? how? Just yes, how? how? Well, it all started in 2014 uh, when John Tortorella decided to uh, break his way into the Calgary Flames hallway. No, I'm just kidding. Um... All right. I guess we have to talk about hockey, don't we? We have to talk about yeah. Hockey. We have to talk about the press conference that was today. Uh, yesterday was a very interesting day. Uh, today was much more of the usual garbage we're used to in this market at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll just start off nice and easy here. Uh, Infinity Gauntlet for the game against the Colorado Avalanche, uh, where they lost four to two. Um, it's hard to really 
say that anybody was really warranting of the Infinity Gauntlet, Jacob. But yeah. I guess if I had to give it to somebody, it would have to be Tucker Pullman <laughs> with his goal and an assist. First ever goal as a Vancouver Canuck. First goal as a Vancouver Canuck. I believe he to is take the matched, lead. He is at one yeah. Point. He, yeah, to take the lead. He had the he had at one point he would have had the game winning goal, which would have been so par for the course for this mm-hmm. team and their history of storytelling. But um yeah, he he's I believe he passed his point total from last year, which was three points or something ridiculous. I think it was actually one. Here's it might one. have just been and, and, one point and, and, in 39 games. I'm pretty sure Cody tweeted that out today. Oh, my God. And I, oh, and I immediately God. replied, you know, with the joke. It's like, he got two points yesterday. Come on. He's good. You see, good. You see, you see what this what this team can do. You see what we how we these take signings are absolutely we, an, these, amazing. These Tucker Pullman, in the rough. top four defensemen. We take these diamonds in the rough and we make them all nice and shiny with their two points yeah yeah oh god is he actually your genuine gauntlet though okay yeah yes because i mean here's the thing again was there really anyone worthy of the infinity gauntlet yesterday no i have one probably not oh okay well not like okay when you say worthy as in like someone that gets like first star in the game not first star worthy but you can see a few players like I was at the game and I only I saw a couple players on the Canucks still actually be giving their all, even though it might have not been on the point sheet. I would give it to Garland for his goal. Yeah. It was a good move. Uh, he had a pretty nice um, setup. Yes. And then I think uh, he it got he shot it and then it might have went off. I think and I think who was it, it wasn't Pullman. It was um, Dickinson. Maybe he tried Dickinson put it in front and then uh, he put in the rebound. Yeah, Dickinson had a, uh, a, a had a better game than he's had of late. Yeah, been- and then also Pod, yeah, Pods even uh, like he had a good effort on that goal too. So you could say that, like I would say, the three players that actually I saw try at least yesterday were Garland, uh, Pod Colson, even though he wasn't on the score sheet with that uh, play, and then Hoglander. Like he's been scoring, yeah. like he, you know he didn't score yesterday, but still he seems like one of the only few players out there still trying to you know do as much as he can <laughs> yeah because Pedersen uh, and brock can't be found anywhere apparently uh, i mean brock Besser had four shots on goal which was the second most of any uh were they impactful work. shots though or they were they um, all into the press like a lot of them were that's, that's a good question they might not have been the best shots in the world but you know it's yeah this has been a uh you know obviously we're coming off of the disastrous road trip uh mm-hmm. Fans were coming out to the building for looking for blood a little bit. Uh, and, you know, we had gotten word like earlier in the week that, oh, fan reaction is going to really judge how this team goes forward. Yeah. Now, Jacob, you were at the game. You were at the game. Yesterday. I was. And um, I guess just uh, why don't you just run us down what the atmosphere was like in there for most of the night? So atmosphere wise beginning, it was very timid and just kind of apathetic. Like, you know, people showing up like some, you know, people were given enthusiasm, you know, kind of that they played um, the Canada soccer highlights during the uh, anthem, which did mess up the anthem singer for like two seconds because, you know, everyone had like a joyous response to that. Uh, so that was kind of, I guess, a distraction. 
And then the Colorado scored first. There was a very, I think, you know, the, oh, they score. No chance yet there. And then I, I think. I it loud. Like, it, like I, I will say it, that the cheering on that goal was a little louder than. Well, <laughs> there were quite a few Colorado fans there. Interesting. Like I saw quite a few jerseys, like even from my spot, like I was in an upper bowl. I could see, I'm pretty sure. Cause there's, you know, there's always like uh BC guys on the Colorado team. There was a box that had a Colorado like banner kind of hanging off one of there. It would have been like, it would have been Byram okay. or Jost. Like well, one Byram, of those families. Well, Byram didn't play. So it might, uh, now that I, I remember. I think it could have um, been Jost. Yeah. He might've traveled just with the team just so he could come back to Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, for it, and um, but yeah, uh, tight Jost was another one. Um, yeah, there's uh, quite a few BC kids on that team, yeah. So, in terms of atmosphere, the first period they were booed, there was pretty much like you could cure booze after the first, they were down, I think, one nothing by then, yeah. Uh, second period, you know, they come out, they tie the game, much better. Um, uh, it was no, actually, well, even like the end of the first, they were booed off, but their effort wasn't like terrible like the first 10 minutes you know ish they weren't very good it was seven one shots to start the game it's a slow start trademark slow start and uh then after they actually kind of pushed back by the end of the period they had tied them in shots but they hadn't tied the game and then by the second period um they tied it and i'm trying and that was the garland goal and then also i think it was tied at the end of the second there weren't you know i think people were like oh if uh Things go south, the chanting and like booze would come down. And then in the third period, uh, kind of a lot of stuff happened in the third. So before we go into fan reaction, let's let's talk about the third because there was quite a few things. The the penalties, the refing. Oh, go yeah. over this uh, again. Well, you've seen, we've already talked about this in like multiple pen- games. There was that yeah, the well, NHL refs are notoriously not good. Uh, yeah. And there were some very bad calls on both teams at the in the la- later stages of. I believe the second period, like right at the tail end there. There was some in the second and some in the third. I thought there was Bo Horvat getting a phantom hooking call. Then Mm -hmm. there was, well, I thought that wasn't phantom. I I saw the hook. It was weak, but it it was was there. It It was was a weak weak. one. It wasn't phantom. The trip on Mott. That was a phantom call. It's like the Demco trip a couple days ago. Or yeah, the ago. net that we knocked the pegs off, or yeah, there was that. No, whole... no, no, not the delay. I'm talking about the one where like his pad is sticking out near the end of the game, and like when he's kind of oh, slid out of this crease, or it was Halak. Sorry, not Demko. Yeah, yeah, he's his hat is out of the crease, and a guy just is near it, and he falls over, and then they immediately call a trip. Like it's like his stick yeah. is on the ice, and his and the guy is right next to it, and he falls over trip yeah supposedly and then so and then nazim kadri got called on an interference call uh, two um, seconds into the into the into the two man advantage yeah and And he was not happy it was a weak call it was it was weak weak. like and uh it's it's no it's no secret that referees don't seem to like nazim kadri uh uh -hmm. at all um and then you yeah you get into the third period and you know canucks take the lead they're up two to one in a game suddenly they're winning against the yeah. last year's reigning president's trophy winners yeah woman gets have... like the pinball goal yeah that kind of goes Kemper. in off an ab to defender yeah, yeah i'm a big darcy kemper guy i feel he's very underrated as far as the nhl is concerned and a lot of that has to do with the fact that he's a bit injury prone mm-hmm. uh he was not good he was not good in that game kemper was he had yeah. a couple nice saves like he had a couple very good a lot saves, of them were into the crust or just not a lot like this you know people are screening but like when the shot comes through it's full clear for him yeah. to just make a save there wasn't a lot of you know 
Kemper, he was not at a he was not at a hundred percent. No, he was he was not he was not his a hundred percent best. And mm-hmm. yet, yeah, he knocks the puck into his own net on the Pullman goal to a yep. degree as well. Um, and then it, the Canucks just completely, completely and utterly. I, there's no better way to describe it than they fell apart. They just completely lost their mind and fell yeah. apart. It starts with the fact that they take they take one penalty. Okay, not good. Uh, they took coincidental roughing. I yeah, thought Alex Miller. On, took, I took thought the, Miller was going to get a um like an extra two because when Kaz, when when Kadri oh. scores the goal like that goal like literally forty seconds after the Canucks take the lead he shoves Kadri right yeah. into the net. Yeah, we'll get to that, that in a, a second. Yeah, okay. But, like, but first, uh, like there's the chase on elbowing penalty that leads okay. to that goal. Which, of course, if you're Alex Chase on, your whole job is to not. Uh, is to not take a bad penalty because mm-hmm. you're the power play. You're literally only on the roster because you're a power play specialist. So if you're at five e five, if you take a penalty, yeah, you're doing a. You're not doing your job, and you're not playing for the rest. And you shouldn't play for the rest of the game. Like you can't do. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. And against Jack Johnson of all players, right? You can't. You can't be taking penalties at that point. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you get into the JT Miller thing where he just shoves Nazem Kadri from behind, like blatantly. Like yeah. that's such a stupid. Right play. after the play, like it's like he scored and he shoves him right in. Again, after the, the play is done. Yeah, the fact that he got coincidental minors uh, out of that is bananas. I thought, yeah, that's. That's the, the refs had every right to be mad. Like yeah. the refs, the the abs had every right to be mad. Like he threw him, and he could have like he hit. It was dangerous. It was extremely dangerous because you you see him go down. Like he shoves him, and then his head just narrowly misses the post. Yeah, I think it smacks it like very slightly, or even that. Like, yeah, he hits like, it, but at the same time, like I've seen plays where people hit various parts of their body. It doesn't it doesn't even have to be the head? Like a guy gets shoved in, hits his knee, broken knee, out for so much time or whatever. Yeah, that yeah, that happened to Connor McDavid a few years ago, a few years back. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Miller gets himself thrown in the box on that play, and yep. of course he's their pe- one of their penalty killers now, and so they lose him, mm-hmm. and even at four and four, and then uh, and then Quinn Hughes uh, doesn't get called on a like there's a penalty there's a play in the corner where he's upset because he does not get the call on Sam Gerrard that yep. Sam Gerrard I believe tripped him should there should have been a call on that no doubt yeah they missed that they missed that. Um, but then Quinn Hughes does the thing, does makes the, the prime mistake of skating all the way back to his own end and j- sh- cross checking Sam Gerard in the back without looking when he's not looking. And it's like I- in the middle of the play, like completely uncharacteristic for him, uncharacteristic for him, but characteristic of this team now. Of yeah, the fact of the second things the going gets tough, they completely fall apart. That is this team now. That's their identity. We've been talking there. There it is. We've been talking for weeks about what is this team's identity? It's completely falling apart and in the third period, regardless of whether you're winning or losing. That's what they are now. They, Except that getting. one game against the Rangers. Except for that. That's the that one, one exception. And Most maybe of this, that game is beginning against the Oilers. That yeah. was it. That's that was it. it. That's it. They fell apart against Vegas. They fell apart against Colorado, Anaheim. Anaheim. Like they've done it. They do it over and over again. And, and then that ends up leading right to the game, to the game winner, uh, off the shot of, off a Kale McCarr shot, a beautiful shot. Yeah. And, uh, like, even though there's like 17 minutes left in that game at that point, you're kind of like, well, this is over. 
Like this is done. Game's over. Uh, they're not coming back from this. You, yes. You, knew. you knew the second they got thrown in the box, like that, that Miller and Hughes got both sat in the box for back to back, completely unnecessary, stupid penalties uh, that, well, this, that this game was over. Pretty this much. Yeah. 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 There's, there's nothing, there is nothing the Canucks could do. They were clearly, they don't have the mental fortitude to come back. Um, and then the fans, uh, voice their displeasure and it gets just louder and louder. At that yeah. Um, and it all amounted to absolutely nothing <laughs> Yeah, as, as evidenced by today, it refer it meant, it meant to nothing. Uh, you had a tweet, uh, at the game, like from the video, like taking video of the concourse. Cause that was kind of the thing. So watching from home, yeah, you could hear that, like. You could see, like on Twitter, you could see, like, oh, there's the signs. Oh, there's fire betting, and you could see the signs. There was yeah, one guy some very by the glass. good ones, and Thank the jersey too. Him. Yeah, that the jersey of him. So he has like a jersey. If you haven't seen it, this guy went with uh, went with a jersey that has literally like all of like Jim Benning's worst decisions, uh, in, like the name bars from every worst player, the, every bad player uh, Jim Benning's ever acquired, or. Just or like good player that he's let go for nothing. Um, and you get into things like um you get into like there's like Holtby to Foley, good Branson, uh I think Lyndon Vay is on there. Vay's on uh, there, yeah. Uh I'm like real some some real throwbacks. Yeah. Who's missing from that jersey? Like in terms of if there's one name that's missing that you would throw on that jersey, who is it? For me, it's McCann. Yeah, I have McCann, okay. It's for it's McCann, partially because you know, there was that whole thing where I remember back in 2015 when they traded him or 2016, people were like, oh, he's he's too cocky. Like as a teenager, he's like a locker room problem. And then they trade him for big, tough defenseman, Eric Branson. And they threw in an extra pick for good measure as well, you know, because that's the way our trade. That's the way our trade strategy is. You know, it's like NHL 22, you know, it's like, oh. It, they won't go through and, you know, I'm just throwing an extra pick for safe measure. It's not even like they asked and said, Hey, would this suffice? It's like, no, no, no. We'll, we'll throw in a pick before we even propose it. Because Jim Benning is terrific at negotiating. Absolutely. Um, uh, for me, it's one of three players. I either mm -hmm. want to see Derek Pouliot. I, there is no, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> I want either him or but Nikolai Goldobin mm -hmm. or Jonathan Dolan. I want one of those Ooh. three. Uh, I mean, there's a there's a lot of good choices there because they're all kind of from certain points of this of the past eight they're years. They're all different mistakes Though, or differently stupid, like different mistakes. Do you do you? I don't know about Pouliot though. Come on, he scored the OT goal against Colorado in that crazy game like three or four years oh, ago that Aqua sure. live tweeted. For because, sure, man, so but tight, almost also, like a playoff game. Sure, but he also uh, was never he he also amounted to absolutely nothing. <laughs> Like they didn't get like uh, in, in that in that fair in, I know, fair, in that in that particular trade like they did give up like enough they did really get like they gave up what Andre Padan to get him it was actually it was a pretty like Padan, it was a yeah. pretty low risk deal at speaking the end of, of which Padan was I'm pretty sure that Russian player that gave the interview that you know said that um McCann was like you know not a good locker room presence or something he went back to Russia that season and then gave an interview and it's like. Like it was loosely translated, but essentially, you know, there's this one player that acted like a lone star or whatever. <laughs> Which again, 
this looking back on it sounds so weird. Like, it, I wouldn't be surprised if everyone was like, wait, no, we didn't mean McCann. We met Jake for Tannen. Mm. <laughs> we met the other one that they kept. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, especially, God, that was a, what a, what a draft year for them. They went, they drafted two guys with character issues. Yeah. Right now, at least McCann learned. At least McCann appears he's to He's still in the NHL. And he's, yeah, and he's talked he's, about it before that he's, he's yeah. like, yeah, I needed to kind of like, I needed the wake up call. And to, he, well, I'm not, he yeah. is one of the many, like, I would say top six faces of the Kraken right now. Yeah. Like for, he, what they, for what they are right now, but like still like people in, I guarantee you there are some McCann jerseys down in Seattle. Oh, a hundred percent. There's absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, like just, yeah, there's so many bad decisions. In fact, one of them was playing against the Canucks and I was like in that game last night and I was thinking, man, it would be some, it would be some poetic justice if this game was like sealed by a Jason Megna goal. Like that would have been, that would have been something really like, like that. That would have been like, you put a bow on the entire yes. era. That is the, that's it. That's the, that's the tweet. It's yeah. It's, Jason Magna scoring. People like, were some people were tweeting, being like, "Magna out there on the PK. This has got to be a troll by Bedner." In a way, well, or is or is Bednar even the coach still? Yeah, of Colorado? yeah, yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah, okay, still, all right. Still, yeah, uh, Bednar. So okay. Bednar. Um, okay. It, it's um yeah the and there were points like the Avalanche weren't good in that game. That's the main takeaway. No, they weren't on that no. game. Is that the Avalanche weren't good overall? Like just objectively, they did not play a very good hockey game. They didn't have Even, McKinnon. Like, they didn't, they didn't have, have Byram. They didn't have Byram. They didn't have. I think they're missing somebody else to injury as well. Mm-hmm. But. Even still, they they the la- they they didn't look very good, and no. yet they still they still beat the Canucks, and they they still beat them. Like mm-hmm. that is if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about the Vancouver Canucks this year and what they are as a as a team, um. This is like I don't know what else will. Like that is that is the calling card of this team. Yeah. Um the fact that we were talking about at the beginning of the season, like, oh, this team's got a shot to maybe make the playoffs. Like they got a it's gonna the Pacific Division's not super good. They might have a couple shots here. Uh seems ridiculous in hindsight. Uh this team is going nowhere. A lot of models showed fast. that they wouldn't make the playoffs. And you know, the optimist in everyone wants to say, hey, you know new and new people in the organization would, you know, provide a boost like, Oh yeah, maybe he has a Renaissance Um, Dickinson. And, you know, those new faces essentially, Hey, you know, the models are crap. It's biased. Let's do, they're going to do this. And literally we're like, I don't know, like 16 or 17 games in. And it seems pretty clear that the models were right on point. I mean, you know, like, you know, there is the fact that like OEL has actually been better. Than he's I been good. Like, yeah. He's no, been he's better than he's I been better. The decline yeah. will happen with the contract as well. It's not going to be great right now. It's fine. Well, yeah, it's, it's not fine, better. actually, but I mean, like his no, play is fine. Yeah. Um, For what he's, yeah. It's one of those things where objectively he's doing better than he than I think I would have expected him to at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Uh, but it still doesn't justify the fact that he's, that he's the highest paid like defenseman on the team or yeah. one of them like yeah. that. There's, there's that that's clearly not just justified through that uh, in the same way with like Tyler Myers, who's been better than uh, expected. I think this year as well. Um, yeah. yeah. This is a team that is not like, I don't know how else to put it. They're not good. They're they're not a good hockey team. Not good. I don't. It's 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 frustrating to see just how you go from like I. 
how you go from uh, a team that was in 2019-20. Like, let's forget the bubble even. Let's not even talk about that. Like, just the fact of, like, during that regular season, they looked like they were a team that actually, like, believed in themselves. And they looked like they believed in the fact that they could do bigger and better things. They seemed to be having fun playing Mm -hmm. hockey. They seemed Mm -hmm. to be, you know, a group that had that had, despite not having a lot of expectations on their shoulders, at least from the fan standpoint, they were playing like they belonged and they were they playing played like, like they had nothing to lose and they're having fun with it. Like they, they, dre- beat- they dressed for the job they yeah. had. They're just for the job they wanted, not the job they had, which was, yeah. and the job they wanted was playoff contender, cup contender. Um, this team is not that this team does not have any, does not seem to have any sort of like resiliency in their in the lineup like it save mm-hmm. for a game or two they seem to be a group that again the second the going gets tough the whole house falls apart it's a house of cards it just takes one for the whole thing to come down and mm-hmm. as a canucks as a canucks fan after the last like eight years you're sitting there wondering like what this is what we have to show this is what the canucks as a franchise have to show us this is what jim benning and his and his wonderful management team have to show for their work in eight years. It's been almost a decade. It's been, we're a couple years off from a decade. It's been half of Francesco Aquilini's ownership tenure, at least as the full owners of the Canucks. Mm-hmm. And this is what we have to show for it. A team that when healthy cannot beat a team on it. That's that's having its worst day. Cannot beat a playoff team on having its worst like game of the, of the, like of the month. Like you yeah. just can't, they're not good enough. They're straight up, not good enough. And there's no amount of Thatcher Demko great saves that can save them at this point. And honestly, like, I don't like it, it, it already feels like the season's over. Like we're only what 17 games in to this year. And it already kind of feels like we're, we're just on the death March back to, to into may. Like this is, this yeah. is it. Like we're already here. Well, there's a lot of fact, like the PK, like, it's literally the worst in the cap era. It's, it's like the, six. It's, it's sixty. It's in, sixty. It's 60.3% in nineteen games so far. It's and the I was worst listening in NHL history since they yeah. reported stat, which is and I essentially more. yeah. The, like those, I think someone said that the second worst was around like was a. I think it was the LA Kings one year. It would have been like in the twentieth century, yeah. and it was something like sixty-eight. Now, if the Canucks are at sixty percent already at nineteen games. They would have to go on an insane tear of power, of power, like killing off penalties, essentially, just to get back up to sixty-eight. Yep. Like it just to because if they're on pace for this right now, this is like if this is their slide and this is how they're going to trend for the rest of the season. This is going to be, I wouldn't be like it could go down to fifty-five or yeah. even fifty at this point. It's totally possible unless something changes. Yeah, as Cody, Some, put if it something so, in the PK changes, as Cody put it so eloquently, uh, they have a. Thanos had a higher kill rate than the Canucks penalty kill, which isn't good. Um, Yeah. The fact of the, like, you know, like there are some stats, obviously, like there are obviously blips on the radar, like in terms of like how stat like stats and everything. Like in fact, Colorado is a good example where they had that one year where they were just complete. They were suddenly and very, they were just absolutely very suddenly completely terrible in one year. And then suddenly the next year, oh, they were fine. Like they were just fine the next year. Um, 
the Canucks are not that, or at least their penalty kill isn't. The Canucks are not a case of a team that just happens to be having the worst season ever. Well, on it, their goes, penalty kill. it goes higher it, than a single coach. Like everyone was assuming it was Newell Brown. He's gone. Yeah. And Brad Shaw's in, and we're better five on Newell five Brown than we were now last the, year. But the, now, yeah, Brown's on in Anaheim, and they have like a top 10 uh, penalty or power player. Or penalty yeah, kill, one of those two. The special, special teams, teams are de- are decent in Anaheim, so yeah. it's not Brown that because everyone was like, it can't get worse than last year, and yeah, it actually can. Oh, the special teams this. can get way worse Never than what it was ask. in 2020, 2021. Never ask how can it, how can this get any worse because then it always does. It's just oh, that's how it goes. The last eight years, it's like oh, yeah. it can't get worse than that, and just does. So, yep, this team, um, is, this team is objectively no good. And I feel so bad. Like, I feel so bad. Like, this is a show we're supposed to be like, ah, we're supposed to have fun with it and everything. Nope, this is not fun. I am not having fun covering the Vancouver Canucks right now because they're absolute ass. I'm not happy, Lachlan. I'm not happy. I'm I'm not happy, Lachlan. Not happy. And tell me why. Why Um, am I not happy? uh, I I, I don't know. Because this team sucks. It, It does. And they, we've been fed so many excuses over the last eight years. It's, it's always interesting. Cause I mean, today, like we'll get to the Benning presser as well to talk about the things they brought up, but it's just, I feel like every Benning presser has been the exact same minus like one more interesting tidbit that speaks volumes about the organization or his own communication was- strategy. Like you'll yeah. get one, you get one new thing every time, but it's mostly just the same thing. You, you know? get one new meme every yeah, single well, time. Yeah, well, a meme or on. something interesting. So, like you know, there was like the Hamnick thing for the like the last couple months. That was you know the ongoing issue. Uh, and today, uh, it was the comparison with uh, the Abbotsford stuff, and I feel like that was taken out of proportion online. Yeah, that one was a. That no, one no, was, yeah, it, it there was there's room to give on both sides. It probably should have been rephrased better, but at the same time, I do not think Benning meant any ill will of that. It was more along the lines of, "Hey, there's bigger stuff than hockey, uh, and we we want to make sure that we're thinking of everyone out in the valley, and that we're the Abbotsford Canucks and Canucks Sports Entertainment are going to work together to uh, make sure that we raise the community up." And it was like, but it was related to a question about like how the Canucks were doing, and it's like. We probably should just like start the press conference without saying, hey, you know, before we start, we want to think about everyone in Abbotsford. We're going to be doing our best to help that instead of relating to it. So it was was one of those. Well, yeah, it's one of those things where like, yeah, yeah, you get what he's trying to say there. But it's just, a you know, at the end of the day, it's like, hey, maybe just 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 maybe you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be, uh, you should have gotten him a president of hockey ops who could do, or even just a PR expert that just would say, Hey, when you go to the media, these are the talking points. Like, we're like, like, we literally have PR class together and we're learning this. It's like, well, you know what it is? It's like, it's like watching a Trump press conference, which is where, where I put it last year. Is it? Yeah, because it starts off on it starts off on uh on on uh like on the cue cards basically like it's oh it's so it starts it starts on message and then it divulges and then you can see the seconds where and you can immediately see when oh oh no he's gone off script what is he doing like he's i mean i I can see that comparison because every time because every time jim benning's press conferences go the same way where they're like it starts off like 
oh, he's got a message. He's got something. Even if it's not a message I think is correct or accurate, it's something. And mm -hmm. then you start to see it. And then the second the hard questions start coming through, you see him immediately start to veer off course. And that's when things go really, really badly. Um, yeah. yeah, just uh, before we get into that, basically the reason why he was even talking today was because of, yeah, there were fire bending chants going on all through the night. Uh, more so, like you couldn't hear them as well through the the broadcast or anything. But then they were yeah, audible very, for some people. Near well, obviously yeah. in the third period when they picked up in the corners of the arena, the lower the it was definitely like the corners of the upper bowl that were really into it. Was, it. There were a bunch of people was, with signs. And yeah, it was still a case of like where the broadcast though, like you could definitely tell you couldn't hear it through. Like the, you could tell like the music was trying to drown. They're really. <laughs> I mean, was I was it at louder that game. in there? Was it louder? In was the music louder in there than usual? Because I I don't I, like you know, to speculate, but I wouldn't be surprised if oh, maybe okay. they're like just just play music loud tonight. We you know they just don't say why. If they just give the directive, it's like, hey DJ, um, just make sure people get into that sweet Caroline sing along, and the take on me. But both <laughs> funny enough, both of those were hijacked. Like I, so, I'm sitting in like three thirteen, and over like in three sixteen, three seventeen, there was they were one of the sections that was that were really getting into the chanting and so like when they're like during the breaks when they're really trying to get the chant going they would turn to a sing-along or something to distract everyone and so they did take on me and or it's first sorry they did sweet caroline and they were taking they were doing the bop bop boss but it's like fire bending or whatever and then they also did take on me but they switched it out for sell the team which i thought was even better because it's uh, like, sell the team, I'll be gone in a day. And it works, actually. The lyrics kind of relate funny. to that, actually, which is pretty funny. And you know um, what? Good. Not because of, not necessarily because of the chant, they, the chants themselves, just because I hate those damn sing-alongs so they much. They are bad. They're, They're bad. bad because they do them every game. It's the same it's, two songs. I swear. It's the like, same two songs. It's they that haven't one changed cover that. of 69 by Brian Adams. They switched they it up once, but like, yeah. So the ones they did Brian Adams, but they just do those same two songs over. I remember someone tweeted while it was the Colorado game last week when we got pummeled seven, one and they're like, come on, they get to sing blink one eighty two sing-alongs. Like, what is this? Yeah. The, their other, gift. They get blessed with that. And we get the we same, get the, we get crap the same every home game. Oh, and it's not maybe even like, and like, and with, uh, maybe there's next nothing time wrong with, uh, don't stop believing it's nothing wrong in original. And we're not trying to like deride Trish tradition here. Like there's some traditions within games that make tradition. sense, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. But like, no, no, I'm talking about like things that are like done every home game, a sing along like that doesn't make sense as a tradition. It, they should uh, be switching it up. Like especially come when on. literally other teams are more famous for using that song than you are. Yeah, like, we're not. Like don't like don't like a uh, sweet Caroline. They do it in Vegas, but instead of sweet Caroline, it's sweet golden nights. But, and they but, but they also but. have like a good goal song. They have Vegas Lights by Panic of the Disco, and we have some like Van yeah. Halen riff. Yeah. Which, I love Van. I love Van Halen, but uh, it doesn't work. I'm not. A it's fan not a like song. they they're really trying to push the haze during the goal song, and it's people. And I see people stand up getting into it. I'm just like, I get into it on. when I'm at the games, but I'm like, I'm still like, oh, there's like thirty. I I can't even get into it now. Like I when it first came out, I was like, you know, like hey, come on, let's. And I'm just and now I just can't. It's like it doesn't work. I I miss the days when we had like the black keys and like I, the whip yeah. by Loxley as our goal songs, and that's or even like as much crap as the U two one got in like 2015. Do you remember that one? Yeah, it was the miracle that was, that and they, was and it was repeated. It was just the same riff from that song. But I was like, you know what? It's better than this. 
yeah, they're they've they've lost they've they've yeah. Some I mean, parts I of the presentation, I, mean, I, I was think, yeah. Some parts of the yeah. presentation because it was the first home game of the season I went to. I was actually genuinely impressed with. So the after the warmups, uh, and they had a bunch of like pregame videos. I've like I've seen the 50th anniversary one. They they recut a new version of that. I thought that was good, showing the history of the team. And then there was a bunch of new stuff, including like the um, the pregame, the video that that they did with the big like production the quality. Avengers. Yeah, the the, 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 the Canucks Unite one, essentially. Yeah, they, yeah, it's a oh god, I'm so annoyed that Do, they're ruining they need that, that, they're they, ruining they, that they amazing really, video. They're ruining they, that amazing video with terrible with ter- with a terrible season. I'm so mad. they seriously need like an actual hero. Like this is the season if they need. <laughs> They need someone they need, to step yeah, up. I think it's time. Like they just get Paul Rudd. Like I need it. I think it's time <sighs> to call the Avengers. Like yeah. that's what that's what they are. Like just call the Avengers just, in. They'll yeah. fix this. It's. But yeah, so getting back to the end of the third and the in the chance, so they they get the empty netter, and then everyone's everyone starts leaving. Some yeah. chance like there's a, people kind of cheering it a little bit, and it's like okay, it's not that bad. And then me and my friend walk out into the. Um, the concourse at, at 313 or whatever. And because I feel like there's a lot more passionate people that just buy cheap seats than like the lower bowl. No. Oh, and they, yes, and, cause, and they were, they were given it. They were, uh, there was fire bending was the first chant that broke out. And we got a video of that. And then it was sell the team, which was actually like people were talking about it online. And I'm like, it's like, you can chant it all you want. I don't think it'll make a difference. Yeah, they still, they still chanted it. Like, you, like the senators fans did billboards of for Melnick out for years. And yeah. like he's still the owner because that that's literally the one thing you can't change as a, yeah. as a fan. Unfortunately, exactly. so sometimes they, you kind of can, but like, they still chanted it though. Yeah. Which is the well, main yeah. point. And then people more about getting the point. So, we, so I posted that and it, it, you know, it did numbers, you know, people saying, Oh, Canucks fans, they're chanting. Now some people criticized it being like, they don't have the guts to do it in the bowl. Uh, they're doing in the concourse as they leave. I'm it's like, it doesn't. Bad. Oh, some <laughs> some people, some people, oh, they'll see oh, that and they're like, hey. oh, they're not. They can't even cheer it in the con. Like they can't even cheer it at the game. They're doing it in the concourse as they leave. Bunch of losers. I'm like, somebody didn't watch the game. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm sure it's another team or whatever, like another fan base or what have you. I don't know about that actually. Yeah, uh, I, I won't yeah. speculate. But yeah, so that happened. And uh, the sentiment after that game, you know, both of those things were go- were trending like big time last night. And, you know, I think any rational fan would have known. It's like, yeah, nothing's going to change. There's going to be no immediate change, even though there was the message essentially that ownership will look at fan reaction on Wednesday and going forward as to what direction they will take. If it got really bad, maybe they'll do it. Not tonight, obviously. Uh, or no. on um, Wednesday night. Yesterday, yeah. But it, but it happened. But you know, the chance happened. They're letting their displeasure be known, and uh, that's yeah. what led. Uh, that's what led to the Benning conference today, which we've already discussed. Which I, I mean, as soon as you see that, you're like, well, he's not getting fired. The that's for sure because mm. that would be like no, he's not unless resigning. he unless he just no, it'd be the weirdest thing if he just walks up. He's like, I'm gonna be as resigning. That would that would be a bombshell unless. Like to- as someone yeah. who notoriously does not like to do press conferences, it would be very weird of him to uh, announce a press conference for resigning. It'd be, it would make more sense if, like, just they put out, like, a press release or friends, Francesco, like, just did a press conference. And if he does a press conference, that makes more headlines because for people that don't know, he doesn't go in front of the press very often. 
it was it was actually talked about quite a bit today. For and a, I think reason, let's you know what I want to talk about that. The fact that okay. he doesn't show up. Uh and he likes to tweet essentially from his uh not I don't want to say palace, but he tweets from his like high from seat his, essentially. From his- from his, uh, no, his, yeah. his, uh, his, uh, his, what is it called? What's his penthouse his... or whatever? Like, no, oh God, no, there's, uh, from his ivory tower. Yeah. So <laughs> he tweets from this his is... ivory tower with his. My issue with this, and it's like... not even, this isn't even like just isolated to me. My issue with this is that often he likes to tweet and bring out, like, hey, this team, we're a real team. We're coming for the playoffs and stuff when things are good. You know, when this team's on a bit of a run. It, not this season, obviously, but the I mean, season prior. When they're bad too, and just make excuses. Does he? Just make I mean, he does. Yeah, he he, he, there, he does. I don't he does. Know why we're but, bad? Like, but still, like, it's like it's so frustrating because he'll do that, and then like he'll just cower and kind of stay silent when things get tough, especially yep. now, and also in just with other issues. Like I was talking with you about this, like uh, and other people. I don't understand. This is like this. I find is an ownership and organizational thing. They love to throw people under the bus for stuff that's out of their control, but they should be the ones talking about it. Whether it's you know Jake Rattanen, you know, because yep. Green was the f- first one to have to answer for that, which oh, makes no Travis sense. Green has had to They're, answer for a lot of Green has had to answer for everything. Like it wasn't even Benning. Crap. Yeah. It wasn't even Benning. Like Benning Last put out year, statements you had a about it. COVID but, outbreak and your owner doesn't say a damn word about it in yeah. public. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, good lord, what are you doing? Like, there's no, you- there's no proper communication, and I think that the culture there is essentially just when the when the goods go when the when the going is good, we'll celebrate, we'll come out every once in a while. But if the going gets bad, you know, we stick the course, but we're not going to talk. We're going to be, we're just sticking the course. You know, it's a minority of fans. They let, you know, they just think, oh, online and sure, you know, online places are pretty negative, but I would say with starting yesterday, the sentiment has moved towards more people saying this direction that we're going in. It's not good. We need to change. What direction? There's no no direction. But like the the path that we're going, we have no path. And they claim, oh, we have a path. I'm like, do you? We have a plan, really? Let's. I would love to see this plan. Um, not right now. Uh, Come back in. uh, Come back in two or three years when it's done. Uh, Okay, it's been two or three years. Want to show you the plan? Uh, no. So yeah, it's like like, it's it's the there's a tweet that I think really illustrates this well. Where with Aquilady, where it's specifically, it's the it's. Uh, this it's from at it's screaming but calm. Okay. Uh, me sewing, haha, fuck yeah, yes. Me reaping. Well, this fucking sucks. What the fuck? <laughs> like that's yeah. that's the Canucks. That is pretty much. Canucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's and just... it's like there's so many. And the, the thing is, like, I think the problem with uh, Fr- Francesco is that he has such a negative reaction to people on Twitter. He just assumes it's just a small number of people. You know, because people, they love to screen grab. And I'll I'll be honest, like, I find it hilarious. There's so many different memes that have come out of that. Like, you know, his tweet where I think he's just like, frustrating night. This frustrating night. Every tweet. And also, every, or every tweet. Every tweet. And also, every oh, actually, oh, we need to talk about. So Teveo Sports thought Booth was Francesco. Oh, yeah. Mr. Booth fooled. We got to talk. TV, we're gonna I mean, quickly Mr. Mention Booth that. has fooled everybody at this point. Like, Booth I, has boothed me. everyone. I mean, I have, and I think I have, yet, the, I have yet to be boothed once. I am proud of that fact. And I, I will hold that honor until it dies. I can't remember if I have been. I think I I look at it the handle every time though. Now 
like it's it's one of those things for people like if you're on reddit there is uh this really funny poster i forget what his name is but he will literally start this long comment in like the most random thread where you think he's going to tell an interesting story and then he just divulges into it's like and then in 1997 the undertaker took on this person in hell in a cell or and whatever like a, some like just deep complete left, deep into d- left field by yes. castellano so it's like a three nothing ball game uh, it's like jim benning i'm not sure if i'm gonna be in this press box again you know no <laughs> oh man and there's a yeah deep, it's like yeah uh, mr booth uh never i'm a man never, of, i'm a man of faith i i have never i have never met mr booth uh cody has uh sort of actually cody is Cody's only met him through voice. Like he's he's met him he's met him on a Skype or like on a on a Zoom with Rock with the Roxy Fever people. Uh, uh, not seen his face, just knows of him and knows yeah. he's real. Yeah, um, he's real. Yeah, he is real. He's one hundred percent real. He is all of us. He yeah. is uh, for context. Yeah. Um, what had maybe happened the real was... Mister Booth was the friends we made along the way. Yeah. For context, though, because um, it got deleted right away. So what oh, happened was, yeah. see, he impersonated Francesco Aquilini with the profile pic and everything, but he put out a press release in the, you know, the, the Canucks social media template. It makes it look legit and I everything. Think it was, I think it was legitimately just the one he sent last year. Wasn't it? Wasn't it literally I, like word? Wasn't it literally? No, just it was different. Well, the, the, the last sentence was different. It was like, a, it was, it might've been similar, but it was slightly different. It was something like, I still believe it wasn't just, I believe in Jim Travis in this group. It was like, I will still believe, and we will not be making any, changes like it was kind of like a slam to be like we're end of case we're not doing anything we're we're sticking to it and uh it was funny because you know i think like wadden and uh wadden was grilling dolly wall for <laughs> almost falling for it or maybe he did actually i th- he possibly retweeted it and then just andrew one was just um roasting him for that but yeah. yeah no a legit sports publication fell for it and made an I, article about it for that it went up for 10 minutes and then got deleted yeah, immediately everyone's like, "Hey, wait a second. Yeah, no, no, wrong. Nope, don't do that." I'm amazed. I'm honestly kind of amazed that he's still able to fool people with that. Like, how? <sighs> like, people. Like, I don't know. Like, I like it's one of those things where I'm like, he's done it so many times. Like, you would think people would be like, you think like not necessarily like, like random like random people. I get them falling for it, but like media outlets like full who's people full don't check like, the hey, ad this is they don't check the handle like people like ser- like if you look legit enough like so i like look i i think of it like this there are people that are paid to literally scroll through twitter sometimes or different social media sites or even they're just looking at social media in general and find stuff to write so you know, it may not even be them. It might just be someone saying to them, hey, this person just tweeted something. You got to make this into well, a story. Yeah, it's some, it's some and so like, they don't double check. They don't verify. They immediately write it. And then people are like, this is fake. And they're like, oh, shit. And then they immediately delete. Yeah. Nobody gets in trouble for that, generally speaking. It's just a. Uh, uh, yeah. You never know, though. Yeah. You never it, know. It's not like it's not like an organization to be like, yeah, we fired our social media manager. Sometimes they do. But sometimes they're just like you just assume it's the same person. But obviously they've been let go behind the scenes because of that. Yeah, it. I'm so, yeah, just, I'm just I'm trying just to think looking. of I'm trying to think of st- other stuff. So there are paper bags on people's heads. Yeah. One of the best. Like we talked about the thank you, Jim sign that was slightly sarcastic or very sarcastic, actually. But there were like, you know, th- there was one fire bending sign that was definitely confiscated by security. Um, yeah, and this and this were, is but this is the one that I was like so excited because 
Yerky 21 uh, back in 2018, he's been on this, you know, on the fire betting train for a long time. He made this genius idea of a mad magazine style fold in sign. So you have it folded out and it says, Finn, you're the best at winning. And then it has like Finn at the bottom, but it's arranged so that you fold it around the quarter and in the halfway mark. Um, so the quarters on both sides in the halfway mark, and then you fold it in. So it takes the first part of Finn and then, you know, um, uh, you're and, yeah. and it literally folds in. So it says fire betting. It was genius. Yeah. And some guy actually replicated it in like really it good was style. Immediately taken away at the door. It, well, no, it wasn't. It got in. No, he said it. I, I thought he said that he got through security. They saw it and then they took it. And like, there was like, people were booing unless like, it was at the doors. Or no, something. because I thought he had Somebody it. Somebody else the, made it in with a fire betting with a oh, regular. Okay. Maybe, well, maybe sign. it was a different one because I got to find the original tweet. I thought it was the fold in sign that got confiscated in the lower bowl. Maybe not. It was just a regular fire betting sign because you know, you're just going to keep it in your pocket because some of them were smaller. If you have big signs, of course, they're going to see them. But if yeah. you have something that's smaller and folded, you can wait until the game and the camera's on and try to put it up. Yeah. Um, but so there was that. Um, just going through. Yeah. I, there's that a lot of Twitter likes his, here. I'm just mistake, trying to see here. His mistake was folding it before he went in the door. You you gotta yeah. just you gotta make you cannot you have you, just a rookie error. He's gotta like you know he's gotta make it obvious that oh, it's yeah. just a you, you gotta say no. Oh, this is a normal sign. There's nothing folding going on here, mm -hmm. and then you fold it once you're already in and past the security. Door. Oh yeah. And then you. There's two other things that I want to mention. So the about the presentation, one thing that was extremely fake and irritating, they do those things where they plant people in the crowd to like Oh, every you know, every every team does. They that. did That's that and right. I was just like, come on, we've seen this a million times. I mean, like, lots of lots of the lots oblivious of cam, as it was called. Um and then uh, the second thing was, I mean, the stock for Tim Robinson hot dog memes has never been higher. Like you you were on top of that. By making I, the uh, I, we we're all trying to find the person responsible are, for this. We are all trying to find the guy who did this. Yes. Uh, I, Come on, just fess up. Who as, who constructed this roster? We won't be mad. We won't be mad. It's clearly it's clearly you, Jim. Uh, so, like it's Jim. Uh, you, Jim. You're wow. the GM of the Canucks. It's like, well, that guy's dressed up as the GM of the Canucks. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh. Like I I only watched that video for the first time after i made that meme because i've never you hadn't seen, seen it no oh my goodness you gotta watch i think you should leave you okay you need to watch uh, more of i think you should leave because there's funny. there's a lot of great um like as a whole i don't know if it's the best comedy show out there but it's just like the individual sketches some of them are genius the driving school one's great um i can go on about that it's yeah. just there's but yeah that hot dog meme is getting some real mileage just not in, even in the Canucks context, but Elliot just in general. Freeman I'll see it in so many. That, he mentioned Elliot, in Thirty Two Thoughts his uh, blog. Thoughts, yeah, which I was like, I was like, oh, that means he saw mine. <laughs> like probably like, he probably I'm saw sure yours. He did I'm sure he did. Yeah. Like even though it wasn't directly attached to his tweet, I'm sure he did. See oh, it. he totally saw it. Well, he's just he follows very he not directly but he keeps tabs on canucks twitter because yeah. they he knows I mean, that Drant, they're out Drancer for him re, yeah drancer retweeted mine uh my yeah. my thing he's like there is some good done today and i'm like yes yes uh and then also and then uh, I, daniel wagner used it in his in his top 10 excuses jim benning will give for why the team's bad article uh that was pretty funny 
And then uh, I copied actually, that. Actually, I sent it to uh, Cody beforehand. I had yeah. sent that to Cody beforehand, like just thinking, oh, this is a funny bit. I wasn't going to tweet it out or anything. Yeah, like, no. This is Good, dude, you <laughs> got to like, do dude, that. This is so funny. And I'm like, And then okay. I was like, I, ha- I don't have the talent for Photoshop. I was like, oh, I remember when the Canucks had this really terrible tagline. It was compete is in our nature, which is not even grammatically correct. And I'm like, it's more like uh, comedy is in our nature. Yeah. Funny 1040. Only the oh. Canucks. Canucks hockey only on funny 1040 uh, starting next week. Um, so it's yeah. going to be like, it's like we have some important news to share with you. As of today, the Vancouver Canucks will no yeah, longer be in the National Hockey League. This was a difficult decision, but the reality uh, of this team a, has made this see, no other choice. Smart, see, but that would be a smart call. Like that's different. We like uh, to think the fans, the sponsors, it's like, and then they just play Green Day, send it off. Just the worst. Yeah. Just the worst. Um, I'm just okay. Which is where thank you, Jim came from. All of that. Hey, yeah. Thank you, James Sabolski. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. No, I love, I sent that. I replied to your uh, tweet of that because I, I think maybe Mike Martinago made that. I don't know. But yeah, there's someone made a thank you next parody of Ariana Grande with uh, James Sabolsky's uh, interview back uh, in February of this year. It's great. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I kind of feel bad. For me to I, watch. I, 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 I kind of feel bad for James Sabolsky, but also just remembering every time I remember what the context was for that. Yeah, I'm like, no, I. Oh no, you did this to yourself. <laughs> like, if you're gonna come out and shill for Jim Benning, especially during that loss, and be yeah. like, "Oh, he drafted remember? well, let's get a," th-, you're gonna get blowback for that, especially it, it, from it this was, fan base. It was literally him being like the, like literally like everyone. <sighs> Why on, aren't guys. we thinking about the rich person right now? Like, because he was trying to like, as well as like, mm-hmm. oh, and today people are losing their jobs, but you think it's okay to talk about your betting? It's like, it's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for a guy making seven figures a year to run, to do a bad job running a hockey team. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not worried about him not being able to put food on the table at any yeah. point. <laughs> like, oh, you know, oh no, he might not be able to like, I don't know, send, send his kids to equestrian practice. Oh, tough, 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 tough. Mm. Uh, just anyway, uh, that's, you know, to be fair, I don't know how Jim Benning's family lives their life, but you know, uh, you're it's, not going to make me feel bad for him because I think he's going to have a hard time putting food on the table. No, the reality <laughs> is he was an he was an AGM in Boston. He was a GM in Vancouver, and when he I'm gets sure let he go in Vancouver, good. he will be fine. He was guaranteed essentially to get hired by another team because old boys club. I'm it's sure literally will, in the yeah. contract. It's literally in the life con like the blood contract of like every single GM slash AGM yeah, in the NHL. They'll he'll, he'll make it through. Fine. He'll make it through. Um, but of course, that hasn't happened yet. He is still here uh, and answering questions. Um, and I guess that's kind of just the place we'll wrap it up here is talking about what he just the things he talked about. Well, yeah. The funniest part. So here's the funny thing, right? Okay. Before the before the press conference, I went on to my I was like, oh man, like because I was thinking about like all the different excuses that Jim Benning likes to make during his press conference because he never likes to take any sort of responsibility for his own bad decisions. Yeah. And I was like, God, I should put together a bingo card of all the things you didn't that even he need did. to though. And I literally write down to the same, like I was making one. Oh, you were uh, making I, one. I not see. Not necessarily to like, not necessarily to like share out. But just yeah, like as a joke, for sure. And then literally somebody else with the exact found the exact same, same template, idea, exactly exact same template and everything. 
and made it. And I'm like, here it is. I found I, it. I, I want to go second, through. I was like, I was like, wait, did I make? Okay. Did I share this out, or like, did Cody make send this out? Someone else made it, but yeah. And then I realized, oh, oh somebody else made the had the exact same idea as me. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's not. It's not the most original idea just because we've been through eight years of this and we literally have seen so much but of neither these are uh, excuses. excuses. They're not in, they're yeah. not original in any way. Well, uh, I mean like some of them are newer like COVID, but because that wasn't a thing before uh, until 2020 which is hilarious for us. Considering that oh. arguably saved his job the first time that saved his job. Yes. If, yes. if we think about how this team was trending before the COVID outbreak or not even the yeah. outbreak, sorry, the he shutdown screwed. He screwed. The, the I don't like we we talked about this team, you know, they had a vibe of the overperforming and like kind of defying expectations, but that didn't guarantee that they would make the playoffs in 2020. And Markstrom got hurt. Demko wasn't ready. Markstrom yeah, was hurt. Demko wasn't ready. They got the time. They squeaked in through the qualifying because remember, there was a qualifying, they, you know, complete, so they completely blasted through a very cooked. Jordan I wanted to. Did. So we want to go through each thing quickly and see if it happened or just remember off the top of our heads. Go, if it happened. Wanna, go through the ones that did get circled. Or okay. Like, well, I don't, I don't have a circle copy. I have a copy here uh, right. of just like the blank copy. So the first one that I can see uh, that happened was I like our team. He definitely said that he's, he's like, I believe in this team. I like this yep. team. That might as well be the free space. Like our goal is to make the playoffs was also said. Yeah. Um, he didn't blame. I don't like, he talked about PD slow start. He didn't talk about them missing training camp. So that didn't count. Um, says his team doesn't have enough depth. He talked about possibly trading for someone, which, you know, first he round picks gone. First year. round pick gone. We're um, looking at welcome, all of our options. Welcome. I'm giving a future Good. welcome to um, future Canuck Ryan Dezingle when we trade our first pick, uh, first round pick this year. So um, oh, I'm, I'm oh, booking no. that. Um, yes, very uh, <laughs> Come on down. Like, who's, uh, I don't who's, know. No, it, won't over, be, it won't be, um, it won't who's be, it won't be JK. It'll be someone that it'll be someone that's UFA. That is a Grit. name. That's kind of like gritty slightly gritty. great, slight more gritty than skill. And that I think is his angle. Like the has got some skill, but he's also got some like um, edge to his game supposedly, or at least I, I don't think he had does anymore, but. Schedule is unfair. He didn't mention the schedule. I no. mean, the schedule schedules hasn't been very kind. Like this, this actually the schedule has been quite kind to them now, but like they just lost so many games that it's going to get even worse now. Um, schedule has been easy. They haven't had, yeah, like, like I said, they were, it's yeah. been easy over the last like 19 games and now it's going to yeah. get worse. Um, new players need time. I don't think he said that. No, I don't think so either. He talked um, about the acquisitions he made, though. Uh, yeah, how market negative negativity. He did because he talked about the uh, the the chanting. You know, it's, well, it's he talked just, about. Oh, and you know what? Like to be fair on that one, like yeah, like he, he said, like oh, that hurt. And I'm like, yeah, that's like regardless of how it's gonna hurt. I get it. Like get warranted that was like yeah, yeah. I expect him to be like upset by that like that would yeah. be it would kind of, in a way it would be like weird if he wasn't if he was like ha you fools your booze just made me stronger like like, <laughs> like, you'd be like, like you you uh. abuse me nothing i know what makes you laugh yeah something like that um yeah injuries oh was brought up because sutter is still out and um mott just came back but if mott was still out he would definitely cite mott as being an integral part of this team for sure um two more years quads mentioned that he didn't 
he didn't want to address that question for whatever that reason. Was, I don't. I have way, no idea uh, why. Shout out to my boss, David Quadrelli, for asking a great question. Like, I don't think yeah. he even meant it. I don't think he meant it to be like a like a particularly like. That was a like, hot question, like hot mm. off the presses. People were so clipping that. And it was a smart question. It was a smart question to ask, though, because this is yes, a talking course, point like, of fans. Often it's like two years every away. Every year he says two they're away. two years away. Every the timeline keeps year. changing because we've and never rebuilt. Properly. Today he was asked about it. And today Quad Quads asked him about it. And he said, I'm not going to comment on that. And it's like, it's like, but Jim, you, Jim, I thought you, you said you're, you're were a big two year guy. Years away, big like, two year like, guy. Like months ago. Blah, blah, blah. Like. Uh, what happened? Like, like, gee, like again, because again, this, this management team has no plan. They have no real plan. They're full of fucking excuses. And it's no full of, um, it's full of essentially a half baked plan because they wanted to compete. They said no to a rebuild with Gillis. They said no to a rebuild with Lyndon and Lyndon left um, amicably quote, which yeah. actually isn't yeah. true. Yeah. Doll, uh, Dolly Walt essentially confirmed that he left uh, just saying, well, if we're not doing this, I'm leaving but we're going to say it's on fine terms so that fans don't freak out. Um, but yeah, no, it's the same idea because they don't want, they don't think this market can tolerate a rebuild, which is a, which is a bunch of BS. Oh, if people, yeah, we're if totally people, tolerating what's going on now. And, and if they think we, if, if, they, if they think fans are going to tolerate what's happening right now, that's not going to go over well. It was interesting because today Don Taylor and Rick Dollywell had a bit of an argument. Essentially, would the fans now be willing to do a rebuild? Like if this season, if you're calling yes. the season a lost cause, do you blow this up and start trading for assets and just redoing this all over again? Because, and I yes. mean, I'm, I'm honestly for it because we never were in a rebuild to begin with. We got luck. We got lucky with some pieces that we drafted late and also pretty early that, you know, Pedersen. The Rock. thing is you don't even really need to do necessarily a crazy. I don't even think they really need to do a crazy rebuild. I just think they need somebody in there who's slightly competent and has a plan understanding what good hockey, what good hockey is mm -hmm. and makes a couple smart trick or makes, takes a couple L's on like players, like on dunking, dumping some salary mm -hmm. on dumping some salary guys. Um, mm -hmm. You could, you could turn it around. There's clearly the makings of a decent team there. Yeah. It's just a matter of not like not doing anything beyond yeah. repair and doing things like giving way to another first rounder or whatever Myers to salvage a season. Pullman. Yeah. Giving three and two and a half million dollars to Tucker Pullman to score three goals or, or three the other points. thing we can talk about mm -hmm. today, three points. My, my yeah. bad, excuse me. Mm -hmm. uh, or the other thing that happened today where uh, giving three, giving a raise to Travis Hamnick, who apparently got his vaccine was on his way to getting vaccinated his second vaccination today but also did it last week that was like the next got uh turned away like earlier yeah. like yesterday like Supposedly. I don't know no Some no we don't know crap like that, that is actually like the next one on the bingo list so Hamnick's late arrival we'll count that as is I want to go through these quickly still well, hold hold up though one you, other okay thing. yeah the fact of like again remember remember in September when Jim Benning got very upset at people asking about Travis Hamanick and oh my goodness, he's dealing with a very serious personal issue that you should have not that you should not even be prying into because it's rude and wrong and irresponsible, bad mm -hmm. media people. And bad even fans. though literally everyone is like bad fans, and you're because it's it has nothing to do with him not being vaccinated, but also I'm not gonna say that on the record. Yeah, <laughs> and sure enough, oh no. 
hey, look, it it turns out he wasn't vaccinated the whole time. And that was literally it. Like, that was literally the whole thing. It was nothing to do with anything else because this team can't get out of its own way. He literally spent a month and a half um, literally carrying water for an anti-vax player. Like, cool. Really cool. Like, just, just, just quality leadership right there. Terrific. Yeah. I'm so mad about that. I'm mad about that more than just about anything else that he said. Like, that's the most aggravating part to me. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that he spent literally that wasted, literally wasted people's time. It would have been like, better if they just said he's not getting the vaccine. So he's not on the team. End of story. And if he does, he gets it, but he's not. Uh, but they instead could play with coy language. It's like, oh, personal matter. And, I, and, I and if you and if you inquire more then you're a bad person. Yeah, and I think it's but, pretty clear that they were, were also doing that trying to, to do that online. They were and, grilling us. And it seems pretty clear to me that they were doing that because they wanted to get him to play without va- without vaccination and try to hide it from everybody that he wasn't. Like that Well, they want to try to do the Aaron Rodgers out here or something. Because he has been. He's played for yeah. two weeks. He's played for two weeks and without a second dose because yeah. they wanted to try and sneak that by everybody. Oops, mm-hmm. didn't work. Sorry. Like yeah. Tech, technically, we still don't know if he's got a second dose. He said he went today, but he, again, he also said he went last week at this in the within know. like two sentences of each and other. And I so think it's like totally full of shit. Like, I remember a tweet that essentially said that he probably won't even be back until the end of uh, November at the earliest. So I assume that he has got it today. Like it's two weeks from today. Like today's the 18th. In two weeks, it's going to be uh, the second of December. So if it's two weeks after your first, after your second dose, that lines up. You might have gotten it today, but they just wanted to cover their butt uh, and just get people to stop talking about it. This team's a laughing stock. It's really fun. I love organizations laughing stock. Other teams Um, are laughing at the Canucks now. This is this is just great. They're behind Chicago in the standings. Chicago, come on, like yeah. And that that takes effort. That actually takes damn effort to be able to do. So what the hell happened? But Seth here? Jones scored. Oh, he finally got a goal. Seth Jones scored. Great. <laughs> Nine and a half million for Nine a and goal half so million. Far. Like yeah. okay. Like it's I guess be great. it could be like it could it, like oh I'm not gonna it, it, I was gonna say it, how could it, it could be worse, but nope, no it could. No, okay. It could um, let's, I'm going to want to speed through these cause there's a lot, but there's still, so talks about guys lost on waivers. They didn't talk about that. Bailey's on waivers, Your which thoughts. is kind of relevant. Yep. Um, yep. and I'm Bailey. mad, I'm mad about that. Actually. Uh, Chieson deserves to be on waivers more than Bailey. Bailey's got yep. the speed, uh, his hands, they need work, but I'd rather have a guy that's speedy and quick and can throw some hits and be a physical presence. He doesn't have to score. You've already got players that have that role. And the fourth line isn't supposed to be a scoring line anyways. Like you've got Lamico who hasn't scored yet. And you've got I'm, like the like fourth mean, line. So we were joking. Fourth line is so forgettable right now. I only know Lamico and Chieson and I, but I don't want them on the, Mott, on the team and Mott. And Mott. Okay. So you have like a Mott Chieson, uh, sorry, a Mott Lamico and Bailey line. I like that, you know, cause Tyler Mott's proven he can score. He's not doing it right now, but yeah. um, okay. Going on. Well, you know, that's the free space. Yeah. He said at least, uh, well, you know, a couple times, obviously that's just his yeah. trademark. I try speech. not to make fun. I try not. I, yeah. I personally try not to make fun of that stuff. Cause I'm like, no, I, well, I, I do similar things like that all the time. I'm not going to make sure. much fun of it. Yeah. Uh, um, bad luck. I mean, I mean, he kind of attributed to that. He's like, we've never had this start. I was not expecting this. Well, see, here's the thing. If you're a good general manager, you would have expected the start because you would have been like, hey, this team's no good. (laughs) Like, 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 oh, oh, I don't. This is not on the bingo card. And I know this is on the bingo card. Well, um, 
But the other great question that was asked, well, there, there are two great questions. One was Drancer asking about the Jake for Tannen situation. Yes. Which don't need to spend too much time on, but because we've done it before. But mm-hmm. like uh, Jim Benning basically was like, I'm not going to comment on that. It's like, you probably should because, uh, hey, uh, he's, he's, uh, it's still, there should be an investigation going with the Canucks. Is it concluded or is it still going? Is it- or not like, like or did it ever start to begin with which is probably where my thought process is lies. it like it was there even an investigation like they just I would say they like no. to say there's an investigation and then knew and nothing no and then people like hopefully they just think people just forget about it but no like people are going to bring it up and people yeah, are getting in, to, people are giving shit to, to Drance for saying that and it's like oh because, he's in russia it doesn't matter i'm like no because, it does because people are are a are apologists for their, for their favorite players that they, even if they're terrible people. And, um, and again, like, again, I would, would I, if I had, if I, I would imagine I'd be, if I bet money that a bunch of those people who are saying that were also the people saying, were also people saying, Oh, the Hawks deserve to be held to the fullest extent of the, the Chicago Blackhawks deserve to be held to the fullest extent of the law. I would imagine I'd be a very rich man because it's, it's all it's it it's 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 a serious deal until your favorite team does it. Then it's you're being too hard on them. You're mm-hmm. being too hard. You're being too yeah. hard on not them. my team. Not my mm. team. And then the um, other question. Yeah. And then the other question that was asked was um was I believe it was Jeff Patterson who asked. Yep, do you feel that you this was the this was the question in my opinion was do you feel that you overestimated the team's success in the bubble in the playoffs. And Jim Betting, a National Hockey League general manager, of, um, one of the managing one of the most like wealthy hockey teams in the entire one of world. the most passionate fan bases, well, Canadian team jobs, a Canadian in, in, and the NHL team, yeah, in one of the most highly coveted jobs in professional sports. Mm-hmm. His answer, his answer to that question. If I can find it again, was I don't know how to answer that question. That's it's, the quote. That's well, what he said. Because it, and I, it's a trap, but it's it's a trap he needs to just deal with and say, yeah, I, I, I overestimated. I, it's not a trap though. That's is it? a very well, like like well that's the, a, well, well it's because, because the answer is yes, and if he says no, it just shows that he's pretty incompetent. Okay, like it shows that like. Or you know what it does? Here's what it shows. If he says yes, it means he's self-aware of the mistakes he's made. Which okay. Which is good. Yeah. If he says no, he's still wrong. He's probably wrong, but at least he's giving a stance and actually showing a little bit of backbone on being like, even if it's a So because question, so so he because he was in the middle of the fence, you take offense to that. Yes, because okay. as a ho- as a All National right. Hockey League general manager, you're you under no circumstances when it comes to the skill of your team, can you be answering questions with I don't know? No, you should know. You should 100% know. Like you should if you don't know that means you're not you're not you are crap at your job and you're not paying attention. And to that I said like I quoted it tweeted and said like basically like I feel like right now with my gen- with my high school diploma, I might be I and anyone else who has one is overqualified to be an NFL general manager because clearly you don't have to be that smart to do it. Literally, I I think Steve Dangle said this. Or a just bunch overrate. Of you just have kids. to overrate a bunch of factors, yeah. and you and you're a general manager. Yeah, essentially. kids. If you want to be a general manager, if you're a kid listening to this right now and you want to be a general manager, yeah, go for it. 
you can do it. I you, you can do it, and so, it's a safe have, job too. You get in, you a, and you're stuck there. You're there for life. You're you're in the business. Not for, for life, life, but like you got at least you got at least a decade, like just set on being an NHL GM for one market, and that's yeah. not even being like oh, and when they get rid of you, you can easily get jobs down south. Got a D, or even just or even just in another. Uh, you're good. You're still good. You're just great. Just in another place. Oh. Can't tell right from left. Nope, you're still good. You don't really need to be able to do anything. You just kind of need to be able to sit there and just let the and say things like pucks in deep every now and then. Say yeah. uh we need to be hard to play against uh every every like once a month and you're good. The the checks will just roll in. Just be a GM, kids. You can do it. Anyone also can. find also find an owner that really just likes to tinker. And if you just say yes to everything he does, he'll never fire you. Yeah, that isn't that the isn't that the the the, the truest thing here, yeah. isn't it? Oh boy. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. And all right. Speed through the last one. So let's get through. Oh uh, yeah. So adjusting the fans being back. They didn't talk about that. Um. Lots of season left. I mean, it is early. I don't know if he said that particularly, but he's like through 19 games. This isn't the start we want, and we want to f- change that. So, I mean, I kind of guess that applies. Uh, something about cap space that wasn't brought up. Uh, no. It wasn't even about a con. It wasn't about contracts and stuff. Like I think some questions were about like you know you overrating the performance of the team in earlier years and the you know thinking they're a contender. But he didn't actually like say you know cap space wise we're cra- we're capped out even though we kind of are. Stay the course. That was definitely a theme of the uh, of the thing because they don't want to make any changes. They want to stick with this and see how it goes. Maybe if we lose another. Two or three more games at home, maybe they'll do something. But as maybe of right if now, they lose it's another twenty games. They'll be like, "Well, you know what? This settles it. This settles We're it. Going you know, to create a task force to who is going to write a strongly written letter about why the team is not good, and then, and then we'll start a committee. Consider we'll start a committee. Like, yeah. Exactly. So that it's like it's just one of those things. Yeah. Committee. Like it's just like, like a, it's just like a, it's just a, this long the only, of like, we're going to do something. Just, it's like complete bullshit. Just on a side note, it, I just was confused. Like Benning going out there today wasn't going to quell people's frustrations. Like it's just going to make them more apathetic and angry. Well, so yeah. like, I don't even get why they did it. Like they should have. Because he has to answer questions because as the to? general manager, you have to be as the general manager who's mm. literally getting called to be fired. If the team's not going to fire you, you do have to. You absolutely 100% have to put yourself in front of the media and answer questions. If you're not sure. answering questions, I just, being cowardly. It, it's it well, of course, but it, you know, it's still in his weakness. So it's like, it's a lose, lose situation for him. He has to go in front of the media and answer questions. And obviously a lot of those answers are not going to be the answers that people are looking for or expect. So I just found that essentially like, you know, if, if people think if, you know, organization thinks this is a, a lost cause this season, why don't you just and I it's it's a tough pill to swallow with his contractor. I actually well actually, you know, I'm pretty sure uh green gets paid less than him. So oh, it's well, like uh, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Well, it's be. just like people because people are like, oh fire green and get rid of the coaching, it's the problem. I'm like it goes higher than that. It even goes higher than general manager. Yeah, you can case, like so. you can fire the coach all you want, but if the GM's still there, nothing changes. It's and well and it's but as a, yeah. Well, I was essentially just going for is that if you think that uh, Jim Benning is not the guy why and you're just like you're essentially just like getting a just well and well i mean like you're forcing him to go out to the press throwing him to the wolves are they essentially just going to buy themselves some time until they find a replacement Uh, because they don't have because they don't have one lined up thing to do 
And the, uh, some people were suggesting really need, you don't need to. You just you, yeah, that's the thing. Pain. Well, this is the thing you don't because they have Smeal, and people were suggesting you bring in Smeal as interim or Chris Gear, Chris Gear or Gear, yeah, or Ryan Beach. Everybody loves Ryan Beach. Yeah. Uh, you bring in some literally, literally just about anyone. <laughs> I well, will say I, there was yeah. a thought that crossed my mind yesterday where I was like, Hey, oh man, what if the Canucks like fired Jim Benning and then made the interim GM John Weisbrot? <laughs> it wouldn't, uh, that see, no, well, would, that you know what? See, I would not, I would hate that, but do that I would hate all. it, but we would know what Weisbrot is doing because we don't That's know what he true. does now. We, would actually we don't know because we've asked people. It's like, what does John, what, what do you actually do here? He's Barney Stinson from how I met your mother. It's oh, like, please. what do you do? Barney? Huh? Please. Like, <laughs> yeah. just sign. He's the guy so, that just signs things. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's just John. He's just like, he's just meant to be the hype man for Jim and also run uh, players out of town that, uh, that get yeah. on his nerves. Uh, if people don't know, he was the GM of the magic and Shaq was not a big fan of him. No one was um, a big fan of him. Uh, no one was a big fan of. Him. Oh yeah. Or um, who did he one draft? player? Maybe I don't who's, remember. Who's the one guy he drafted that he was? People were very. Oh, like, it was uh, it was the guy in Calgary, not Anderson. No. It was uh, it was someone else. Shoot. It wasn't um, Montreplane. It wasn't was it Gar? It wasn't Garnet Hathaway. I don't think. No, 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 no. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Give me a second. Else who went to the Capitals? Just give me one second. I'm gonna find it, it because some, I some college kid who he way over. He was like he super was, hyped about this guy. He he's drafted like, this him in the first be the round. Greatest yeah. thing since, uh, since it was, was really bad. Uh, I gotta find it here. Hathaway. No, it wasn't Hathaway. If you say the name, I'm gonna remember exactly who it is. But it, it wasn't was, Hathaway. It God, was like I, I know it doesn't matter, but it's so funny every time I think about it. Just like because you no, know, it's it's funny because you hear the name and you're like, oh, that player. Yeah, it was Mark Janikowski. Mark Janikowski. That's there you right. Go. Oh, I just, man. it's funny. It wasn't even like, I just went down to Google Mark, and it's like related yeah. searches, Chris gear, Johnny Gaudreau, Mark Jankowski. I'm like, there we go. There we um, go. Yeah. Mark yeah. A uh, quick run through on the bingo. New coaching staff needs time. They got to figure out the PK. It's not even just new coaching staff. They just need to figure out a PK. Um, Pullman suspension. That wasn't mentioned. Uh, wants to make oh, a yeah, trade, but trade <laughs> wants to I make a trade, but trading is hard. That is true. Trading is hard. They, they, any, everything's on the table. So trading could happen. Like so hard. It's so hard for me to do. It's almost like I have no assets. It's not hard when you, it's not, it's not hard when you throw extra assets that you don't need, that you probably shouldn't be throwing in in the first place. Uh, that's, that's good right now. I'm making very bad faces. I'm making very stupid faces right now. Yeah. Well, hopefully more people listen to the audio version of this. So yeah. Or just go subscribe, but just go subscribe to the YouTube channel anyway. Yeah. Do that. Something about having to play new teams. He didn't say that, but he has said that before. I think when it came to Vegas, uh, like a couple years back. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, he said that about last year. He said it about, he said it again. What did he, what did he say about last year? There were no new teams that last they didn't year. Have, that they only played the same seven teams. Oh, it, as in like teams in the division. Diff- and that somehow okay. made it more That's difficult. Yeah. Somehow made it more difficult to be good. Like, yeah. Okay. Opening the what? year on the road. They didn't say that schedule, like we said, has actually been pretty uh, easy, easy for them so far. And then talks about Abbotsford for some reason. Yes, he did do that. Uh, Yeah, that was Um, that was that was was just that was just him not being good at at words. Yeah. And I again, I don't think there was a there was a (laughs) I do not. I I under no like again. I don't, I'm not a fan of Jim Benning's work. I am. I under no circumstances do I think he was trying to be like, like this is 
you know, this is just as bad as Abbotsford and what they're dealing with with rivers yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah. Like, guys, you should be paying attention to that. But like, no, that was not what he was trying to do. He's literally yeah. just like, look, for he literally what he was trying to say was, if the worst thing we're dealing with is a bad hockey team compared to things that are going on in the yeah. province, like literal towns being washed away, that then we're then we're doing just fine and yeah that is correct that is that that is correct it just think, it, i think a lot of people just thought relating it to a question as to how this team is doing it would have been better if they just set it off the bat in at the beginning saying hey before we start want to give uh a credit to everyone helping out in abbotsford right now a uh, very difficult situation we're working as best as we can to try to assist with that um because abbotsford canucks have also i'm pretty sure that the the ahl team has announced that they're going to be doing a lot more stuff in december when they, they do come back for home games they've, they've yeah. postponed too but like they still have home games in december so i assume those will be pretty big games um i assume you know after that end up having to move some games to like the coliseum or rogers arena or something at least just to like, i don't know well the abbotsford center was, the only team was the abbotsford right? center flooded i don't think it was no but i think they're using the arena as like um, oh as an emergency like a, um, as an emergency um, like they might be i thing. know they're using another rec center but it's like the abbotsford rec center not the abbotsford center so at first i was like genuinely confused like i thought they had used it they might be i i don't know i but, mean i wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they did i mean you should no absolutely yeah space. like yeah mm -hmm. yeah um but yeah so that's that's uh pretty much it though i went through everything on here cool uh yeah that's the that's the show guys oh actually God. before you said you had the seventh canuck banner where is it i need to see that oh um i did not <laughs> you said that. you said it on twitter and i was like of all i was I like have it up on my shelf just talk for a second while yeah no i can talk about this uh for people that don't know uh, i think it was like 08 or 09 the canucks did this really um kind of i don't want to call it dumb but it was kind of uh like an overrated type of thing, like, you know, the 12th man in Seattle, like that's good. The fans in Seattle deserve that for the Seahawks, but they did the seventh Canuck. It was this ridiculous, uh, big, uh, banner that just had a giant seven on it. And they put it at the end of the rink and they're like, we're honoring a fan by being the seventh Canuck. And I was, and I remember seeing this and I was like, I uh, cool, I guess. Um, I, <laughs> I was just talking about the history of this. And then they did it yeah. for like, I don't even know if they did it for they the whole for year. They, they, nope, did they did it for one. Actually, so, oh yeah, it, they did so it. the banner was there the whole season. Like it was up there the whole season. Okay, but yeah. They only did it for the like the okay. Second yeah, because I I gave the I break gave the context of it, but it's like they 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 because I remember seeing the video. I was like they hyped it up and they did it for one it's game like, and then that was it. They didn't even they the, the banner was still there for the whole season and then at the end of the season it came down. It was quietly it's probably removed. in the basement of Rogers like like the blimps. Oh, that'd be a the great blimps. the blimp, the orca blimp. Like, yes. I I, I want to know. I I you know what? Quads. Now that I think about it, I think Got to go find them. No, that's mine. I want that article. Well, no that's quad. No, no, yeah. Well, you know, you can write the article, but I'm saying you got to work with quads because he was the one that inspired it. He's like, there's only one way to save I the season. I had that article years ago. I've had that sitting on my my man. I actually I literally have a sticky note that I've had for years that I want to do like. Rodney I completely Rodney. forgot about those, and I now remember them because my first game was like 07. and I was like, I forgot they used to do those blimps that just dropped like free tickets slash. Yeah. Uh, coupons uh for like stuff in the arena like that was awesome or, or like yeah oh yeah and then here here it is it's there the you go man. you're the seventh man the seventh I, canuck today. i'm the seventh canuck seventh the, canuck the, 
the 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 best you know what there's only one way to save the season now lachlan and that's to raise retire an eight no re-raise the seventh banner uh who is the seventh canuck this season i would see i want them to raise eight because for what for one for because it's one number for every year of jim benning jim benning's tenure less likely to happen but that would be a good honor or you know what they do the the, they do the or whatever so one thing that they've done is actually on a quick note, uh, you know, they've been doing like the frontline hero. So in the COVID shortened season, they did the frontline hero doing the siren, yeah, the I horn to start the game. They're kind of doing it, but it was weird because at the game, they did it every period that they started. So it was like they had one in the first, and I think that was a frontline worker, or it was, I think, someone that was like affected or helping out in Abbotsford. And then the second period was a season ticket holder. And the third period was a season ticket holder. Wow. They're really trying to get people. Yeah. For, the, 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 for the that opening face off. It was like, well, cause it's like, I think a lot of people are oh, still in the, no. uh, they're still in the concourse. So they're just like, they're we need a way to get to pump them up. So they I was keep, like, they keep trying and we keep not. Being so I was, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I was just surprised. Cause I was like, they're really going for this. And what they need to do now is instead of the, the, the hero to, told the siren they just need to bring someone out to center ice and honor them and re-raise the banner every home game the seventh banner just raise it just like, not just like a jersey re- one <laughs> not even one like it's just a new banner every time until the roof is just full of sevens or no no like, no, no. like yeah but like it's but the thing is because you would run out of room if it's like a full-size banner so what they do is they like they do like a small flag like yours but they just do it every home game. So it takes it forever. It's a slow rise <laughs> with like Jurassic Park music. And then oh, it's I've just every home game. Now, would it's, I get to raise a seven? Because I have a banner that I would choose. And it's right here. I mean, I can think, well, right I, my favorite number when I was growing up was 16 for Linden, if I was obviously. Just gonna get but... a banner, I mean, if I was going to get to choose a banner, it'd just be this one. I would just. <laughs> you just have a random Panthers banner. It's a, it's, it's a Luongo jersey retirement banner from yes he was retired by the panthers uh i am very Mm -hmm. adamant that uh eventually someday someday i'm gonna see this or like they well i'm gonna see a canucks version well there's that is a debate in and of itself people were talking about whether lulongo's number should be retired or not or Uh, even raised into the uh like in um ring of honor I've had this conversation enough times. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep it short and sweet. Uh, there are two there are two schools of thought. There is the pe- there are the people who think that Luongo's jersey should be retired because he's the greatest goalie in franchise history and uh, he's a future Hall of Famer. Okay. And then there's the other group of people who are wrong. Uh, that's the okay. uh, that's that's it. There is okay. if you if you I'm uh, it's the one hill I die on. If you are if you don't think Luongo deserves to have his jersey retired, you're wrong. You're I wrong. you're incorrect. I, no, no, I'm not against that. I'm the person that thinks he should be honored, whether it is Jersey or ring of honor. Ring of honor is not good enough. Ring of honor is not good enough for him. It's re- it's retirement Jersey retirement or nothing for, for Lord I'm good with either. Good. I, I hope his Jersey did gets retired because no one's going to wear the he's one some, anyways. He's not some, he, he is not Orland curtain. He and Orland curtain back are not the same. One of them made an impact in the franchise. One of them just was around. Not, it's not an equivalent. It's not an equivalency. It's not an equivalency the, saying all the, no, it's not all the ring of honor players are not all the same ring of honor players are there. Not because they were necessarily like superstars. They were there because they were loved by the team. They were cult favorites and they did things uh, in the community, et cetera, et cetera. They've been part of the organization in different capacities, a bunch of times. Luongo is 
undoubtedly the one of the top five greatest players in franchise history and he deserves to have his jersey retired because he was amazing on the ice not absolutely that, that's the difference right okay like the fair ring of honors or both on and off the ice like it's a little yeah. bit of both for everything but like jersey retirement is specifically for how good were you on the ice yeah. and luongo was incredible on okay the ice. when you well, that's totally fine get into, we're not getting that's, into this again yeah no, no all i'm all i'm, I'm saying is that all i'm saying is that when i say ring of honor i'm not anti-retirement all i'm saying is that uh it depends on like the ownership and how they want to do it like because i i would say fans would want to do it but it really depends on if ownership's like do we really want to extend the invite to get an invite and if it's more likely that they would be willing to do a ring of honor then great if they I are, would say, I would be like, how dare you insult Roberto Luongo with your ring of honor? How dare you? Like, we need to fill that ring of honor up. Come you. on, we need more ring of no, honor. They, no, they don't. No, they come don't. on. They, no, they need to. They need to save it for when they actually win a damn. Well, okay, thing. so where's like, is is Ojik is Ojik in the honor in ring of honor? No, that one probably should he, go. He's gonna. Ha it's gonna. Like all I'm saying is that there are players in the past that oh, do deserve knights to go up there. It, like, cause yeah. it's there's only like five players, and there's still like eight or nine spots up there. To be honest, uh, yeah. They, and we've retired. It, yeah, it's like it, there's no rush. Like there, you don't no. need to rush to fill those up. This because then otherwise it's like, oh god, uh, there's a much better player we should put up here. Uh, who are we taking down? Like, no, save save the space until you know for sure you want to put him up there. Uh, mm -hmm. And also, again, Kirk McLean's already in the Ring of Honor, True. Uh, and that was clearly done. That I, I, yeah. I it, that feels like on purpose to me in the sense of like, okay, they clearly know what they're doing with the number one. The that jersey yeah. is going up there someday. There's True. a reason no other goalie has worn it since. Yeah. Like. Come on. We um, all know where this is going. They're just waiting for the cap. They're oh, I'm sorry. They're not waiting for his cap to to like his cap recapture to like finish up. They're waiting for when he may, becomes the GM of the team may, in well, a couple months. In a couple of months once the Olympics are over. I forgot about um, that. Yeah. Yeah. He will uh, next GM Roberto Luongo. Uh, I mean, I'd be good. I'd be good with that if he really I, well yeah. more media if he, he faces the media pretty well. So when like great. when when he signs a bad contract, he can just say the contract sucks. His Twitter game, his Twitter, Twitter game is actually good. Twitter, yeah. Uh, all right. That's been the show. That's been yeah. the show. This is the <laughs> crease cast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, be sure to check out our Patreon for only five bucks a month. You get bonus episodes, uh, info, a uh, new perk. This, uh, we added is uh, info on whenever we have guests coming in, you get to know the guest ahead of time and get to send in questions ahead of time. Um, Cody Sievertson is not here today, but he will be back on our next show. Um, if you enjoy the work that Cody puts out, you can go check that out at comments, uh, AHL harvest.com. Excuse me. Um, obviously the Abbotsford Canucks are not playing right, uh, right now, but he is still pumping out the content. Go check that out. You can also check him, uh, out the, his webpage's Instagram at AHL harvest and him, him on Twitter at, uh, Cody Stevenson. Um, Jacob, where can they find your work? They can find me at JKMNEW on Twitter. All right. And you can find me uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Lock in the Crease. You can also find my writing work at CanucksArmy.com. I just wrote an entire article about how um, this is the, the the Canucks are coming to the crossroads where they have to kind of choose if they want to go with Jim Bet if they want to save Jim Betting or their fan base. Uh, it is all up to ownership now. Um, and um, yeah, you can yeah, that's I, I believe that's everything. Um, yeah, this has been the Crease Cast. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back with a new show on Monday. Take care.